Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Let's say it together, everybody. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I will obey, I manifest, and I believe. I changed it on you. You got to flow with me. All right, now let's go back. Let's read it together. Come on. I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready. Have your way today, God. Speak to us with clarity. Speak to us with strength. And speak to us with power. Can I just get you, if you need the Lord to speak specifically to you, can I just get you to tell him, say, speak, Lord. I need answers today. I need direction today. I need clarity today. And I'll receive it from today's message. I'm open and I'm ready. In Jesus' name. Just the voices worship for 10 seconds there. Go. Why are you having us do this, Bishop? So that you prepare yourself to receive. Lay down every distraction. Lay down every burden. Lay down everything that will get in your way. This is your moment to receive on campus and online. Come on, tell the Lord that you love him and that he's, you're excited about him speaking to you. Hallelujah. So let's go to work. Our series is Let's Start Over, Scratch That Better. And I taught you at the beginning of this series, you're going to use that phraseology, scratch that, often this month because there's some things you're going to literally have to scratch. There's some relationships you're about to scratch out. There's some depression you're about to scratch out. There's some anxiety you're about to scratch out. There's some messy people that's been creating mess in your life you're about to scratch out. There's some lazy people that have been creating more work for you you're about to scratch out watch me there's some things you struggle with in january you're about to scratch out there's some things you struggle with in february you're about to scratch out there's some things in march you struggle with you're about to scratch out there's some things in april you're about to scratch out there have been some things in may up until the 15th day that you're about to i need you to make sure you're around somebody that's got enough faith to believe that by the time they get out of church today there's some things that can be totally turned around for them check your rope and make sure you're around some faith people how do i know because when i said that they should have put a praise in the atmosphere when when i said that in your house they should have been clapping somebody holler scratch that let's start over scratch that 
better. Why? Because Wednesday we learn of this, how to get better results. And better literally means this by definition. It means more excellent or effective. Watch me, which means for something to be better, that means its quality has to improve. And this is important to understand. Because a lot of Christians think that it's okay to be sloppy and do it in the name of the Lord. I rebuke your sloppy. I rebuke your trifling. I rebuke your half-ass. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. I'm not cussing. I'm giving you Bible. Deuteronomy 22.10 says, Thou shalt not plow with an ox and an ass together. And watch me. You can't be giving your whole and they giving their half. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say, Do it with all of you. Do if they're going to be your friend, they need to be your whole friend. If they're going to be your husband or your wife, they need to be your whole wife. I don't have time for half people in my life, and I'm giving all of me. You're going to have to give up. You better elbow somebody next to you and say no half this year. No half. No. More excellent or effective. Excellent means to do something with quality or to do it well. Effective means that you're doing the right things well. So you can be, watch me, you can be good at something but be bad at, but be good at the wrong thing. So you can be good at being a liar. You ever met somebody that lies so good you think it's the truth? You ever met that person? We met you. <laughs> you. You ever been around somebody that they are really good at doing bad? That's not effective. The nature of being effective means that I'm doing the right thing well. Then it means partly or fully recovered from illness, injury, or stress. Now, partly is interesting because partly means I see progress. I need everybody on campus and online to say this. Say, I see progress. See, watch me. When you can celebrate progress, then God can trust you, watch me, with productivity. See, some of you wait to say thank you until it's done. And God says, I need you to say thank you, watch me, just because I turned the oven on. I need you to learn how to say thank you and you see a little bit of progress. The Bible records a story where it was getting ready to rain and, and, and Elijah, the man of God, says it's getting ready to rain. It wasn't raining. He sent his servant several times. His servant came back and said, I see nothing. But on the last time he said to him, he said, but I see something now. I see a cloud about the size of a man's hand. And Elijah says, well, you better get ready because all I needed to do was see some progress. I and for some of y'all, God says, I need you to get excited about the progress you made. You may not be where you want to be, but baby, I see some progress. Uh, for those of you that see some progress, put your hand up like that. I see some progress. I, I see myself getting better. I see my family getting better. I see my faith getting stronger. I Shall I see progress? It means partly or fully recovered. So partly means I see progress, but fully means that thing is already done. It is complete. From what? From illness. Say from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I am 100% healthy and 100% healed. All right. Say injury. Say injury. All right. Watch me. It means partly or fully recovered from injury. And some of these injuries, please hear me, the physical injuries aren't the most devastating ones. The most devastating injuries are the emotional injuries. And for some of me, watch me, this is going to be the year you finally recover from what happened to you as a child. And how do you know that people still need to recover, Bishop? Because they act like children as adults, which means you've not fully recovered from something that happened to you as a child. But I need you to speak this into somebody on your rope. Speak this to somebody streaming with you. Just say, fully recovered from every emotional injury. Yeah, everything you were told you wouldn't be, you're going to recover from. Every time you were called too tall, too short, too dark, too light, too fat, too skinny, too black, too white, too this, too that, you're about to fully recover, and not next year, but by the time you get to December 31st, 2022, somebody holler, full recovery. Partly or fully recover from illness, injury, watch this one, or stress. Stress, watch me, is when you respond to pressure incorrectly. Pressure is necessary to produce great things. Uh, pressure uh, is what produces diamonds. All a diamond is is coal that can handle pressure. Watch me. Then why doesn't every piece of coal turn into diamond? Because every piece of coal doesn't have the same tensile strength, which is the internal ability to be able to survive the pressure without breaking. Can I tell some of y'all, watch me, uh, God will literally sit there and watch you under pressure. And he, watch me, and he'll say, now you better make it. You better not give up. And some of you, here's what you want him to do. You want him to take the pressure. But if he takes the pressure, then you don't qualify for productivity. 
If he takes the pressure, you don't qualify for better. See, if I take the pressure off the coal, coal ain't worth much. If I take the pressure off the cold, you're going to stay in the same state you're going to be in. And God's not empty you remaining the way you were. He's interested in you being better. So what he'll do is watch you under pressure. And he'll say, now listen, I can't take this off of you, but I need you to handle this. Can I get you to encourage somebody around you and just say, say God sees your pressure. And he's going to give you the grace to handle your pressure. <laughs> he ain't going to take it. You just going to get stronger. He's not going to take it. You just going to stop caring about what certain people say. He's not going to take it. You're just not going to break up under it. I need every person in this building and online that's been under some pressure. Here's your pressure release, your praise. On three, put it in the atmosphere. One, two, three, go. This is my release. This is my release. This is my release. This is my release. I ain't gonna break. Why? Because I got a pressure release. I'm not gonna throw in the towel. Why? I've got a pressure release. I... You ready? Look at this last definition of better. It means to improve on or surpass a present or previous level, which means God is not interested in you getting to the end of this year to say, well, it looks like I'm in the same place I was last year. And for every person on campus and online, where you look at some of your years and say, I didn't do anything but move to the left or slide to the right or go backwards or crisscross, here's the problem. You use an energy, but you didn't go forward. Prophesy not to your neighbor, but to yourself. Say, not this year. Say, this year, one word and one word only. Better. Uh-uh. I ain't finna let... I promise, I promise, I promise. Watch me. If you believe your finances are going to be better, if you believe your emotional abilities are going if you believe your ability to fight is going to be better, for some of you, you're about to make more in the second half of this year than you have in any other previous year of your life. For some of you, you're about to see your whole family saved. For some of you, you're about to see everything turn around for the better. And I just need to make sure I got some faith people watching me and some faith people in this building. How will I know? Because when I say shout better, you'll shout it and put a praise behind it. One, two, three, better. To improve on or surpass a present or previous level which means you will not see me in the same place twice <laughs> i may have cried about it last week Ooh, but this week i got a whole plan so i never have to deal with you again i i may have been ticked off about it yesterday oh but you ain't gonna see me ticked about ticked off about the same thing twice watch me you may be shed some tears last year about it Ooh, but they ain't gonna see you crying about it. You maybe felt like giving up last time that happened. Ooh, but you ain't gonna see me in that same place twice. Because he's doing better. Now, look at results. Results means this. Results means the consequence, effect, or outcome of. Consequence, effect, or outcome of. Then it means quantity uh, or formula obtained by calculation, which means better results means the calculation show that it's better. Have you ever thought something was one way until you did the calculations and said, whoa? Have you ever thought that it was a bad month and then you did the calculations and said, well, my God. Some of you didn't know how good God had been to you until you went to the tax prep person and said, whoa, God has been. Some of you didn't know how good he had been to you until you saw somebody else's problem and you realized, well, when I calculate my issues versus their issue, my issue ain't that bad. Can I get you to elbow somebody next to you and say, do the math, please, do the math. Why? Here it is. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, calculate, 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 and all that he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah, because the calculations reflect he's been good and you're doing better. You're doing better than people you went to high school with. Look at me. You're doing better than people you used to. I'm so glad you didn't marry them. Sometimes God will let you see what he shut down, and you'll be like, I'm so glad I didn't marry that. Oh, my God. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. 
Then watch me. It's a final score in examination, which means results means you have to go through an examination. And for an examination, you have to have a test. And to have a test, that means the teacher can't talk. That means the teacher has to be quiet because an examination is based off of everything that you've already learned. Everybody pay attention. So why do we come to church? Why do we do this? Why do we do this? Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why you come to this building. And let me tell you why you are online. Why? It's because I'm getting prepared. Watch me. Not for my current test, but for my next test. What you're being tested on in May, you should have learned this stuff in the first four. Y'all not go so. Well, watch me. What I'm learning in May is getting me ready for my June test. What I'm learning in June is getting me ready for my July test. Catch the principle. I am preparing for examinations in advance. So when I get examined, I don't get scared. I don't get weary. Matter of fact, some of y'all, you ought to say, I was waiting on this. Why? Because I already prepared for this test. And I need you to prophesy to somebody around you. Just say, and you'll pass with flying colors. While I was expecting this test, then it means a favorable outcome of an undertaking or contest. Say favorable. Favorable means whatever the outcome is, it works for my good. Which means if I'm getting better results, it means no matter what the outcome is, it works for my good. So if they with you, favorable outcome. If they're not, favorable outcome. If they support you, favorable outcome. If they don't, favorable outcome. If they clap for you, favorable outcome. If they sit on their hands and do nothing, favorable outcome. Sometimes God will withhold the support of other people to see if you'll do it without it. Oh, my God. Then the last definition of results means to spring back. This is the one that shouted me on Wednesday. It comes from a Latin word, resultare, which literally means this. Part of your results is your ability to spring back or bounce back. In other words, God says, I'm interested in seeing how you're going to come back from this. Because the better to have better results means that you have to literally go through something and you're going to have to bounce back from it. And watch me. And for many of you, look at me, you take too long to bounce back. You'll be mad about something for four days. You just wasted three and a half. You'll sit there in, in, in a discouraged state for way too long. And I need your bounce back to improve. Check this out. I need your bounce back to be so fast we never knew that you got knocked down. I need your bounce back to be so. Some of you wear your emotions on your face. You wear your emotions when you're dealing with people. You wear your, so we can tell you're going through something because you wear it. Y'all not saying nothing to me. All we got to do, the song used to say, it's written all over your face. You don't have to say a word. Just smiling, 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 smiling. Y'all knew that one. Y'all got it in 1115 spirit, I see. Elbow somebody next to you say, fix your face. Uh-uh. I don't like the way they said it to you because they said it too nice. I need you to talk to them like you could care less what they think about you after church. You ready? Look at them and say, I said fix your face. I Online, you type that, fix your face. In other words, why? Never let the devil know he even messed with you in the... You'll never know I was angry. Why? Because I smiled. You'll never know I was about to oops upside somebody's head. Why? Because it was never written over my face. You're going to have to spring back and spring back quickly. Say better results. So in understanding this, I taught you that God uses all things from our past and present as part of a plan to give us better results. And this is the verse. Every time I read this verse, no matter how many times I read this verse, this verse gets better and better and better and better and better and better to me. Romans 8.28 says this, and we know, which means, look at me, you got to know this. There are things, listen, there are things you can memorize, but that doesn't mean that you learned it. See, see, with music, with music, with music, I had the honor years ago of being put into the Colorado Gospel Music Hall of Fame. I didn't even know we had a Gospel Music Hall of Fame until I was put in the Gospel Music Hall of Fame because I was like, it ain't enough gospel in this city to have a gospel music. And here's the deal with music. You can memorize a song. And part of memorizing a song means you only know it if it's played in the exact same key, the exact same way the exact same flow but when you learn a song you can switch keys on that song you can switch environments on that song and still flow this is the verse you can't just memorize you gotta learn this verse it says and we know which means i don't care what situation i'm in i know that 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 god 
who is deeply concerned about us causes, stop right there, causes means God is in the business of doing things behind the scenes to affect what's seen on stage. You, 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 you're not, you're not, you're not listen. See, 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 you see, you see this, this table and it's got all these little boys clothes. I'm like, God, God, but you can't see what's going on down here. Watch me. God, watch me. He's so amazing at what he does. Say, how amazing is he? That you see this, but you didn't see the process that had to go into producing this. And here's what God will do in your life. God says, I'm going to cause all things to work together for your good, which, which, which means your good, your bad, and your ugly. I'm going to take that stuff behind the scenes. And I'm going to work all of that stuff together. And by the time people see it, all they're going to see is everything laid out in order. By the time people see you, they're going to say, you're a shooting star. Well, you didn't see my years of him having to cause all. Some of you, let me tell you what you're about to hear. You just came out of nowhere. Well, you didn't see all of the things he had to cause to make work together. What? I had a lot of hopes and dreams that fell apart. I had a lot of stuff. I had to scratch that and start over. But he caused all things to work together. How? As a plan. How? As a plan. Say, as a plan. Which means God puts everything together and it looks like a plan. Look at me. Even the stuff you and I do that we have no business doing. He's like, I'm going to take the fact that you had no business. You knew when you met him that that wasn't going nowhere. But because your thirst was too. Because you took on a Denver spirit. The spirit of a settler. Y'all ain't saying nothing and I'm right about what I'm preaching. Elbow somebody next to you say no settling the rest of this year. Ooh, come on, line. you ain't gonna settle for nothing. You won't have to settle for your home. You won't have to settle for your automobile. You're not gonna have to settle for sloppy friends. You're not gonna have to settle for relationships. You're not gonna settle. You're about to get exactly what you asked for. And let me prophesy, he's about to blow your mind. Look at me. You knew when you met her, there was no future to that. You ready? God says, I'm going to take all of that. I'm going to take, you screwed up. Anybody ever screwed up? Some of y'all lying because you handed up. You just lied, so put your hand up. Okay, pay, pay attention. Pay attention. We've all messed up. My hand's up first. We've all screwed up. We knew to do right. And in our moment of frustration, we were like, I know what I'm supposed to do. We're the real people, but this is what I'm about to do. We've all played this game, especially those of us that grew up in church. We've all played this game. Well, I'm going to ask for forgiveness later. And here's what God says. I cause all of that stuff to work together. Look at me. As a plan. He makes it look so good. You think that that was the plan in the first place. He makes it look so amazing. You'll look back and say, if I didn't go through this, I wouldn't go through this. If I didn't go through that, I didn't go through that. If I wouldn't have went through this, I wouldn't have went through that. Because he makes it work together as a plan for good, which means he makes it for your better. For those who love God and to those who are called according to his plan and his purpose. Say, his plan is bigger and better than my plan and purpose. All right, which means what he's causing to work together, it's bigger than what you can see. So you can see, you can see it to a certain extent, but God sees it from the end to the beginning. He is the God that starts at the ending of a thing and then works his way back to the beginning of a thing. While we are people that go from the beginning of a thing, walking to the ending of a thing. When those two things intersect, it's called, watch me, assignment. Doing what you were created to do. And for some of you, watch me, I told you at the beginning of this year, this is going to be a year that's going to be weird. And weird has five definitions. And one of those definitions, and all of them are good, is when you do what you were created to do. What if God had to knock down everything you were not created to do so that he could make it clear what you were created to do? Say his plan and his purpose is bigger than mine. Look at verse 31. What then shall... Pay attention to what's underlined. We say to all these things. What things? The things that come against us. The things that are challenges. The things that create difficulty for us. Pay attention. He says you're supposed to speak to your problems. 
here's what we do. You let your problem punk you. And you ain't no baby. You, you let your problem tell you it ain't going to work. Things aren't going to happen for you. It's about to mess up again. You're about to lose this. Nothing ever works for you. If God loves you, why are you going through this? If God loves you, why are you dealing with this? Maybe all that faithfulness you do, it ain't working. And instead, you need to learn how to talk to your problem. See, y'all get attitudes with all the wrong people. Some of you sit up in this building and got a little stank attitude now. I rebuke your stank attitude right now. You got attitude with the wrong one. I'm trying to help you get to better. Some of y'all mad at the person sitting next to you. Look at them and say, I ain't mad at nobody but the devil. You need to learn how to talk to your problem. Get an attitude with your problem. Look at your bills and say, I'm not the one. Look at your anxiety and say, I'm not the one. Look at your challenges and say, I'm not the one. Look at the things coming against you and let them know, I will speak louder to you than you will speak to me. What then shall we say to all these things? What are we going to say to everything we've tried that hasn't worked? Because some of you, you're standing right in the middle of a bunch of stuff that hasn't worked. <laughs> you're standing in the middle. Am I talking to anybody? Come on, we can be real. Let's be real. Please don't play them fake church games with me. I promise you I don't have time for it. Let's be real that there's some areas of your life where you're standing in it like, let me see. No, that didn't work. And you can get so overwhelmed that you don't even want to be bothered. You just want to lay down and take a nap. You grown drinking NyQuil to go to sleep. Listen. You ready? Look at me. What shall we say to all these things? If God is for us. Now I need you to pay attention because he didn't say, what then shall you say to all these things that God is for you? That's not what he said. He says, what then shall to all these things if God is for who can be successful against well, now, wait a minute. This verse is speaking in plurality, which plurality means this verse deals with relationships. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Which means if you don't have the right relationships around you, we can't say nothing because everything will be successful against us because we are not on the same page. I'll back it up so everybody in the building gets it. Everybody online gets it. Put the verse up, please. What then shall we say? See, here's the, here's the first deal. For many of you, your friendships, your relationships, it's not a we, it's a you and a they. Because, watch me, Bob says, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? See, maybe it feels so difficult because you don't have we with you. And let's go deeper. Some of you, watch me. You say, I don't have a lot of people around me. You can't even come into agreement with yourself. Ooh, but today. Ooh, but today. I need you, some of y'all, to act like you're about to finally be in alignment with yourself today. I, you're about to set some goals, and you're about to reach those goals. You're about to tell yourself, we're going to be healthy, and you're going to get it done. You're about to tell yourself, we're coming out of debt, and you're going to get it done. Open your mouth and shout, I'm coming into agreement with myself. Go. I don't like the way you said it. Say it again. I'm coming into agreement with myself. Ready? Look at me. He says, what then shall we say? What do you mean coming to agreement with myself? Well, you are a spirit. That's the real you. That's your subconscious mind. You have a soul. That's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Pay attention. You possess a soul. You're not a soul. Now, that's important because it's your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. So some of you don't separate you from your emotions. But you possess emotions. You're not your emotions. You possess thoughts. You're not your thoughts. So you are a spirit. That's the real you, your subconscious mind. You possess a soul, and you live in a body. What then shall we say? What is my spirit, soul, and body going to say? To these things. Because see, sometimes your emotions, you're crying over this. And now you don't want to even try to build nothing new. 
you don't even want to feel like you're trying to build something new. Because you're like, the hat still don't fit. <laughs> you don't even want to try to do anything new. Because your emotions are telling you, well, this is not going to work. But your spirit says, but I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. But maybe you feel weak because what you possess possesses you. Maybe you feel weak because your emotions are running you instead of you running your emotions. So you got to be like the Apostle Paul. You know what he said one day, 915? He said in the worst moment, he's chained up in front of the king as a Roman citizen. He's got no business in the situation he's in except for the fact that he's got haters that hate on him so bad. And he's got people that dislike him so much that they set him up. And for some of you, your issue is that you keep letting people get in the way of purpose. And do you know what he does when he's in the middle of this situation? He tells the king, he says, oh, king. He says, I'm glad to be here today. And the king's like, why? You're in chains. He said, I choose to think myself happy. In other words, I pick my emotions. I don't let my emotions run me. This is my choice how I feel about today. I need you to make sure you're next to somebody that has chosen that this is the day that the Lord has made. And they're going to rejoice and be made glad in it. I need you to make sure you're around somebody that can say I've made my decision and my decision is that I will win no matter what. I made my decision and my decision is that I will be victorious. What then shall we say? So, 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 so this starts with you but then it's about who's around you to all these things. If God is for come on if God is for who can be successful against you ready? So this message is called how to have better relationships. Because there is no we and there is no us if there is no we and there is no us. And for some of you, watch me, you are we to them, but they're not to you. You are an us to them. They are an option. Oh, we going there. What's the relationship, Bishop? It's a decision. Stop right there. You decide the level of involvement and interactivity you have with other people. Well, Bishop, that's my sister. That's my brother. That's my cousin. Read the screen, please. It's a decision, which means we may be related, but I get to decide how we, how we roll. Because the moment I see that your heart is not for me, baby, good to see you. God bless you. Be encouraged. It's a decision to engage in perpetual connection, association, or involvement. Relationships are like joints in your body. Joints in your body. Joints in your body. In your body. We understand Denver? It's a, it's a joint in your body. I'm going to say it again because some of y'all still ain't caught it. It's a, a relationship is like a joint in your body. You were born with a joint. <laughs> what do you mean by that, Bishop? Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Ephesians 4.16. From him, the whole body, the church and all its various parts, talking about people, joined and knitted firmly together by what every joint supplies. Let's stop right there. Every relationship is supplying something to you. And you need to make sure what they're supplying isn't bleach. And they're calling it water. You need to make sure that what they're supplying, watch me, isn't poison. It's funny how people change on you when somebody get in their ear. Why? They got a supply. And the most dangerous thing is to get high off your own supply. Every joint is supplying something. So when you're looking at relationships in your life, you need to ask yourself the question, what am I bringing you and what are you bringing me? Because if I can't clearly see it, then what the heck are we doing? And this isn't just dating and romantic and, and marital relationships. This is the question you need to ask. Let me help some of you married people. You need to ask this question every single day and make sure you're supplying for your spouse. Other than that, they're going to find another supply. Some of y'all trying to figure out why is our relationship going through this? Because you have no supply. Now, I got to talk real. Look at the person next to you. Say, what do you supply? Do you bring hope or do you make me sad just dealing with your behind? 
Do you encourage me or are you the source of my discouragement? Do you build me up? Do we build one another up? Or do we have to have frequent breaks from one another because we really can't stand one another, but neither one of us is big or bold enough to actually do something about it? What do you supply? Look at the person next to you, please. Say, what do you supply? Every joint supplies when each part is working properly. So this means that you could be, watch me, the joint is the relationship. The, the supply, pay attention, comes from the relationship. Pay attention. But each part may not be working properly. So watch me. Just because you give 100%, if they don't give 100%, then each part isn't supplying and working properly. Y'all still with me? Causes the body. So here's how you know that this relationship is making you better and them better to mature. Excuse me, I skipped the first one. Grow. Say grow. grow. We ought to be able to see progress. If you're not better because they're in your life, they don't increase you, they decrease you. See, I have a principle. Ain't nobody going to come in my life and not leave better. Period. Now, I'm going to do my part. Now, my issue is making sure that I got corresponding joints that supply. Because if I'm going to make you better, you sure enough need to make sure you're making something better for me. Elbow somebody next to you say, check your joints. In your body. Because somebody be like, hold on, Bishop. <laughs> and mature. Look at me. So, so growth means increase. But maturity Maturity means this. Maturity means emotional growth. Maturity means, you know what? I never used to think about it that way, but so-and-so helped me to think about it different. Amen. Say, I'm maturing. I'm maturing. See, the worst thing is to have two people that what they do is they speak to one another's immaturities. So now both of y'all walking around here, you ain't grown. Quit lying. You ain't grown. Sir, this is you right here. Come here. This is you right here. This is you right here. Come here. Come here. Come here. I bet you ain't got the, you ain't on them crutches no more. Like I said, come on. Here. Come here. This, this, is, this is some of y'all's dating and marriages right here. Y'all bring out each other's bibs. And you spit up on one another. This is some of y'all's friendships. You spit up on one another. And your babies. And a message like this is a lot for you because you're so used to infamy. I know it. You ready? The worst thing is to have a baby that's teething. Because they will holler and complain. Because their pain, they want you to pay for it. Y'all not saying nothing. You ready? Say maturity. maturity. Are you more emotionally mature or do the people you're in relationship bring, do they bring out your immaturities? Now, you got to bring them out in order to make them mature. But if all y'all do, this, this, this is y'all all day, every day. And y'all want everybody to know how grown you are. Some of you church people, you listen to me real good. You want to tell us how grown you are. But this is how you serve. With a bib. Y'all not saying, y'all playing with me, and I'm not the one to be played with today. I love you. You ready? This is what you got on. And now, instead of moving things forward, I got to come clean up. Say amen to that. Let me deal with some of y'all's grown kids. Because this is them. We finna be right here today. Oh, because I'm finna get your relationships all the way right. Open your mouth and say the second half is going to be a banger. Translation, that means that thing is going to blow your mind. This is some of y'all's grown kids. Some of y'all grown kids. They want to tell you how grown they are. But let them need something. When you try to give them counsel, 
They don't want to hear you because they grown. Mama, I'm grown. Daddy, I'm grown. Grown people fix their own problems. Huh? Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me right there. And you 44 walking around carrying this for your son. And he, and he 20. Y'all not saying nothing to me? And then you, okay, I feel like preacher today. And then, and, Lord, hold my tongue. I'm preaching like this is the 1115. To grow, to mature. Look at me. To build up in unselfish love. Here's real relationships. I'm not in this for my own gain. Here's real relationship. Is it's unselfish. Okay? It's unselfish. Say unselfish love. Which means there's going to be some times you're going to need some help. I got you. There's going to be some times vice versa. I got you. Unselfish love is a love that looks to the need of the other person and then meets that need, recognizing, watch me, that one day it will be reverse, reverse. If you are not growing, maturing, and building one another up, question, for some of you, here's your relationships. These relationships don't build you up. These are too nice for me to kick, so I'm... See, this is a good relationship. Why? Because it couldn't be knocked over. Y'all not going to say that to me? And the only way to see whether or not that thing was going to be able to knock over is to try to knock it down. For those of us that can look at our life and say, we got some relationships that have not been knocked down. I need you to put a we still standing place in the atmosphere. You got some friends, we still standing. Harvest, you got a pastor, a relationship with your pastor, we still standing. You ready? Thank you all. Look, 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 look. In the human body, if you have a bad joint, you get something called arthritis. Itis, that suffix in medicine, means the inflammation of a thing. Ready? If you have bad relationships, you will have life arthritis. What does this mean? The body literally begins to attack itself. See, some of you are trying to figure out, I don't know why I stopped doing faithful like I'm supposed to do. You have an arthritis. Your arthritis is somebody you're connected to. I don't know why I stopped serving. You have arthritis. It's somebody you're connected to. I don't know why I stopped doing what I'm supposed to do. You literally will attack yourself. And you're talking about, I just feel things are changing. Here, let me help you because you need it. Only thing changing is the arthritis is getting worse. Oh, and you know what I found out about arthritis in my research? Is arthritis is incurable. Which means the only way to fix the arthritis is to cut the connection. And for some of you, the way you're going to cut it is, watch me, is it, it, you got to deal with them, so I, you can't fully cut them. I'm just going to cut the way I deal with you. See, once you learn somebody is a liar, you're like, okay, now I'm going to put you right over there. Now, I may have to, I may have to interact with you. Ooh, but I ain't telling you nothing. Yep. Where are you going? Home? How's business? Amazing. You're going to start giving them one-word answers. Why? Because every little thing you give them, you've discovered they can't be trusted with it. So since you can't hold it, I ain't going to trust you with it. I just got to learn my lesson and deal with you accordingly. I pray that everybody learn how to deal accordingly with the people in your life so that you would stop letting people impede your progress. For everybody that says, I will not be stopped another day of my life because of people. Worship God for three seconds right there. Go. Three. Two. One. So here it is. We got to go. We got to go fast. Genesis 11 and 1. This is a scripture that I used on Wednesday night that you've never seen taught or used for relationships. But I want to show you some things. This is about uh, the people under the leadership of a man named Nimrod. And Nimrod, the Bible says, is his warrior. And he um, brings these people together, and they are building this tower of Babel. They're building this tower um, because in this city, you can see that behind me, this tower in this city, they're literally building it. But the reason they're building it is wrong. Which, which the very basis of this scripture is important because what is the reason for the relationships you're in? What is the reason? Because let, let me help you with romantic relationships. Looks good ain't enough. 
Oh, because I promise you, there's a day, especially if they ain't taking their collagen, well, it ain't going to look as good as it's supposed to. Huh? If they ain't lotioning up like they supposed to, what once was smooth is going to be very wrinkly. Huh? It's not enough. Ooh, we look good together. Posing good for pictures for Instagram is not a solution to a stank relationship. What's the reason for the relationship? What is the reason? Because if you don't have a good why, you will never fight through tough what's. Genesis 11 and 1. Now, the whole earth spoke one language and used the same vocabulary. Let me just give you these quick principles real quick to help you relationships. We've got to move fast. Number one, you need clear communication. And listen, communication is not grunting. It's not moaning. It's not passive aggressive. It's not slamming doors. You, listen, look what the, go back to the verse. Look at this. They, had, they used their words. I'm amazed by how many grown people don't use words. They use actions. So they couldn't just tell you, hey, I don't see this, uh, I don't see this going the way you see it. So they ghost you. That's, that, use your words. Huh? I'm preaching hard at this 915. Hold on, let me give y'all a Denver word. Praise the Lord, everyone. Jesus just wants us to have great relationships. And I believe it's possible, don't you? Point number one, God is love. Point number two, and he loves you. Point number three, let's have community. Let's bow our heads. <laughs> like, look, y'all know good dog going well. That's Denver word right there. Verse two, and as the people journeyed, <laughs> I'm on one today. I ain't even ate nothing. Listen. Maybe that's why. And as the people journeyed, look at, this, look at the second point. Look at the second point. Relationships are journeys, not destinations. Some of y'all stopped the journey, which is, which is why you no longer like the relationship. It, it, was a, it, was a, it was a destination. I got her now. I got him now. We've been friends for 20 years. So, but where's the journey going? Because we ought to be able to look back over y'all's lives like the real housewives. When they first started, them Bravo checks and changed their lives. Y'all ain't said nothing to me. We ought to be able to look back over you and your friends and see where you started and then look at your come up. Oh, my God. I pray that you have some people around you that you can look back and say, but look at my come up. I need you to fist bump two or three people and say, watch my come up. Watch my come Back then, they didn't want you. Now you're hot. They all up on you. Watch the progress. Watch the increase. Relationships, the journey is not destinations. We got to go. Verse, uh, uh, um, let's go verse two. And they found a plane and settled there. Number three, you both need to be solutionists. They found a plane and settled there. Why? They had to find somewhere flat to settle. You, you, to, and the settle there is not a negative word. It means this is where we're going to live. We can't live on the side of a mountain. So we have to find a solution. You are going to be frustrated if you are in relationships with people who are problem comer upper withers. See, the moment I said that, y'all had faces pop in your head. Because you know that person, all they do is come up with problems. Like, and they always got an opinion that's not solicited. And they barely do what they're supposed to do. Y'all not saying nothing to me? You got to be solutionists. Say, Lord, I pray for solutionists around me. What is a solutionist? It's somebody that comes up with solutions. It's somebody that says, let's figure it out. It's somebody that says, okay, 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 okay. I see we have a challenge. Let's work together versus sitting up in here fussing and fighting with one another. Let's figure this out. Make sure you sit next to a solutionist. Elbow him, say, let's figure this out. Like, how are you going to be my friend and not help me figure something out? How are you going to date somebody and they're not going to help you figure something out? And let me be clear, figuring it out don't mean bailing you out. Let me just say that one because some of y'all say, you see, Bishop, they didn't even give me no money. No, it ain't their job to take care of you. It's their job to say, now listen, I gave you some links you can go check out. Huh? 
huh? You respond to that like I said. Somebody say amen. You respond to that like amen. Huh? Huh? Okay, good. Come on now. <laughs> Y'all tried me today, ain't it? All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Number four, you need relationships you can be settled in. If you can't leave your wallet around them, what are you doing? If you got to fact check their facts, what are you doing? You're not settled in that. And a lot of your anxiety is going to be like Lot's wife. The Bible says she turned into a pillar of salt because she looked behind him. She had to keep checking behind him because she knew her husband was trifling. How would you say that? He offered his own daughters up to be gang raped. That's a trifling man. You don't put your girls on the block. I am preaching like a whole 1115. Would you pray for your bishop? I, apparently this is, this one's the 915 is supposed to be a little bit more, you know, vanilla. And the 1115, you know, I get a little bit more colorful. I got two options. You need to be settled in that. Say, Lord, I'll be settled this year. Yeah, everybody around you, you'll be settled. Watch me. You know, watch me, you're not settled when you have to tell people, let me call you back because I can't talk about this in front of them. Text me. You're not settled. Or you're cheating, one of the two. Listen. Verse three. They said, come, let us make bricks. Number five. You need relationships you can build with and from. Can you build? And what are y'all building, by the way? What are you building? Or y'all just in a mundane routine that, 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 and nothing's being built. What are we constructing? What are we, what are we doing? Because you need relationships you can build with and then build from. Look at me. Don't expect perfection because you're not. He don't do this. He don't do that. Well, what do you do, ma'am? She don't do this. She don't do this. Sir, what do you do? Well, my friends don't do this. My friends don't do that. When have you ever been a good friend? We looked up bad friends and your picture was just cheesing on Google. And y'all know what I'm talking about. Because everybody in this building and online, you met somebody that expected from you what they never gave themselves. And guess what? Today is your last day of those types of friendships. Your last day of those types of relationships. Come on, we got to go. They said, come, let us build a city. Here's the sixth one. You need collaboration, not just competition. You need people you can collaborate with, not just compete with. Because there's everybody, everybody in here knows. I remember when I was in high school and, and, and I'd known him from elementary school, I had a friend, and we were in competition with one another. But the competition worked for my good because one year he got a drum set. Now, I couldn't play drums, but he got a drum set one year. And, and we were in competition with one another. I'd get something, he'd get it, vice versa. We were in competition. We were friends, but the truth is we, we, we competed more than we collaborated. But it was a competition that pushed me to do things that I'd never done. So one year he got a drum set. I couldn't play drums. I was like, run me to the flesh of here and let me get a drum set. Now, I took it somewhere. He didn't take it, but I took it somewhere, and it, and it reduced for me. But, but here's the point. Some of you, watch me, you're grown, and that's what you have. She gets some, now you're looking at the same thing. Not because you were inspired, but because you want to compete. See, collaboration means, okay, I see you. You inspired me. I pray you have people around you, watch me, that are inspired by you. And they clap for you and be like, you just inspired me. You got your body, yaddy, yaddy together? You just inspired me to get my body, yaddy, yaddy together. You got your money together? You just inspired me to get my money together. You got your life together? You just uh, touch somebody next to you and say, you're about to be inspired. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Let us build a city for ourselves and a tower whose top will reach into the heavens. We got to go. Verse, uh, excuse me, principle seven, you need relationship goals. What's that? An objective and a plan. And these are not just romantic relationships. What are your friendship goals? Or do y'all just hang out? I mean, seriously? But Bishop, sometimes that's all you need is just to hang out. No. Okay, 
let's hang out with a purpose. So even if that purpose is that we just both can decompress, then let's that be clear that when we come together, don't come in here talking about no business. Don't come in here talking about no stuff that's going to create stress. Let's just have a, if we're going to see the picture show and go to get something to eat, this is my 915, I got to make sure. There's 1115 spirit in here, but. <laughs> if we go into the juke joint, then let's go. <laughs> you better not. Say relationship goals. So what's the objective and what's the plan? See, I, I, I only choose to have people in my circle to, to where there's a plan. Where there's something building here. There's something going on here. Because other than that, you're a distraction. That's me. Got it? All right? But don't be mad if you, if you never build anything because you're surrounded by people who aren't builders. You ready? Huh? And let us make a famous name for ourselves. Now, here's, here's these last few are where it gets good. You need relationships. You ready? That will check you when you're off. You need somebody that will say, come here, let me holler at you. Four and five. <laughs> let me holler at y'all. You need people that will say, look, I don't know what your problem is today. But if you don't get it together, it's about to be some smoke in this city, okay? Well, I just, I don't want to hear all of that right now. All I know is when I turn around, you better be smiling. Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? You need people that when you feel like giving up, they will say, come here, let me holler at you. Say something else. See, y'all want friends that, 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 watch me, you want friends that are going to put their nipple in your mouth. But what they need to do is say, no, you grown. Let's, we're not doing that. So you're going to get up. You're going to keep it moving. You're going to make it happen. You're going to overcome this. I pray you have people in your life that will check you. And they're going to check you in the cash. And they're going to check you in the breakthrough. And they're going to check you in the favor. Look at somebody next to you and say, you need to be checked sometimes. You need friends that when you're thinking crazy stuff, they'll let you talk and get it out and then say, no, nah, I don't ever want to hear you say that again. You need friends, you need friends that when you're really feeling down, they're like, oh, okay, oh, okay, okay. All right. So what are we going to do about it? It's quiet in here. You need, that's why today I came in extra aggressive because I needed to do this for some of y'all. All y'all. Everybody. You just need to be checked sometimes when you're off. That's it. This is so hard. I'm a single mama. You're not the first. You're not the last. You got this. You got a village supporting you. You got people standing with you. This is so hard out here for a pimp. You shouldn't be pimping. So let me get you together. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to Harvest. Listen, all right. L listen, listen, listen. It's just one of them days, okay? Look at me. So that we will not be scattered into separate groups and be dispersed over the surface of the entire earth as the Lord instructed. Number nine, you need relationships that will, keep, that will push you to keep the kingdom first. They were intentionally trying to not do what God said. You need people that are going to say, well, wait a minute. Why are we talking about this? What does the Bible say? But I know. Then, I don't want to, then what are we talking about? You need people. You ready for me? That when they come to you for some money, your first question is, do you tithe? Because if not, I understand why you're struggling. You ain't going to let me hold nothing? Mm -mm. I'd be an accessory to robbery. You ain't going to get me caught up on no charges. You need relationships that will push you to keep the kingdom first. You're like, I just don't feel like serving today. I, I'm so glad Jesus didn't tell you I don't feel like getting on this cross. I'm so glad Jesus, when he was carrying the cross, he was like, you know what? This is too much. I cannot do this today. 
Y'all come see me next week. I got a lot going on right now in my life. Trying to save the whole world. Y'all got me carrying crosses and things. I got too much going on. You ready? Verse 5. Now the Lord came down to see the city and the tower. Here's number 10. You need relationships you can see progress in. You need, you need, you need friendships. Y'all saw Bishop Bright last week. Our friendship. That's 16 years. And, and, and here's the deal. And, and I have several minimum got uh, that, 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 that's the nature of our interaction. And here's the deal. It's because I got to be able to see progress. We, I got to be able to see that, listen, something productive has happened here. Because if not, then what's going to happen is you're going to be frustrated because of the lack of progress. You ready? I said, are you ready? Yes, All right. Look, look at verse 6. And the Lord said, behold, they are one unified people. You need relationships that are unified. And notice I gave you 11 because this is Genesis chapter 11. 11 is the biblical number of dysfunction. Now, why would I do that? B because sometimes, even in relationships, there may be moments of dysfunction. But when you're unified, we get back in alignment. There's going to be some days you can't stand your friends. Come on, y'all. There's, yeah. There's going to be some days you can't stand your spouse. Why y'all quiet in here? See, somebody lied and told y'all it's going to be tiptoeing through the tulips and it's going to be roses, and that's a lie. There's going to be some days you're going to say, fix your own French toast. There's going to be some days they're going to do little things that's going to tick you off. They're going to be uh, chopping on a peppermint. You're going to be like, can you stop smacking? Stop that smacking in this house. There's going to be days they got too much joy. And you're going to be like, you need to bring it down. Where are the honest people at in this building and online? You ready? Then there's going to be some days, there's going to be some days they too sad. And you're going to be like, come in here looking all sad. That's the reality. But watch me. But when there's unity, let's get through this to get to this. Why? Because here's the last part of this. This is what the Lord says about their relationships. This is only the beginning of what they will do. No thing they imagine they can do will be impossible for them. When you, now notice, I only read the, the bold parts because I want your attention. What they were doing, they were doing in rebellion to God, but, but there was a principle about relationships that's embedded in the text that when I have to write relationships, I want you to read these bold parts to me because this is going to be your circle this year. This is going to be your family this year. This is going to be everything around you this year. Come on, y'all. I need you to say these bold words with authority. This is only the beginning of what they will do. No thing they imagine they can do will be impossible for them. If you believe this applies to your circle, put a praise on that right there. Come on, praise God that your family's about to live in the impossibility. Praise God that your friends are about to live in impossibilities. Praise God that your acquaintances and your... I need you to put a praise in this building and online like you're in verse number six. Nothing that I imagine is going to be impossible. Heads about eyes closed. In this building and online, I've got to move quickly because I'm out of time. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at, on campus or online, on account of them, I'm going to ask you to wave your hand or um, online, do the hand wave emoji or say it's me. In this building, I'm going to ask you to slip your hand up. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I know today's word was a strong word. That's only because when it comes to relationships, you have to preach strong because many times if we're not shaken from the things that the way we've done relationships, we won't make changes. And I believe the rest of this year is going to be the best of this year for you. I said, I believe the rest of this year is going to be the best of this year for you. I said, I believe the rest of this year is going to be the best of this year for you. So today, please become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure in this building or online. One, three, throw that hand up in the building online. Do the hand with emoji, say it's me. One, two, three, respond right now. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. I see you, God bless you. I see you. Everybody, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. 
I confess with my mouth. Come on, say it with me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to run this race and be a faithful Christian. In Jesus' name, amen. You just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself to the Lord. Text the word decision to the phone number 877-552-4746 or scan that QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.